time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart has announced almost $3.5 million in federal-provincial funding. It's for two dozen livestock and forage-related research projects. Stewart says the research projects include the prevention of bovine respiratory disease. The beef cattle groups are all in Regina, so this seemed like the, the, uh, a good time to do it. And uh, we've got to get the money out there and get the, uh, get the research started, so I'm uh, happy to get it done today. Now, it's $3.5 million in funding for like two dozen livestock and forage-related research projects. Highlight some of the key areas here. Well, there's all kinds of new uh, programs uh, in this 20, uh, in the 24, but, uh, you know, it uh, deals with things like new forage varieties, improved livestock feeding systems, uh, management of diseases is big. Uh, specifically, there's one that studies the effects of ergot on uh, bull fertility and uh, uh, one that studies uh, ways to deal, better ways to deal with bovine respiratory disease. Uh, there are projects that look at improving uh, forage varieties for the northern prairies. Uh, oftentimes we've adapted uh, or adopted varieties that have been used elsewhere, and uh, so uh, now we can spend a little more money on developing ones that are perfect for our situation. Just like the crop-related projects, you've got partners in this project. Who are some of those partners? Yeah, we have Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association, uh, uh, Sask Milk, uh, Western Grains Research uh, Foundation, and Sask Barley. These partners, what involvement do they have? What do they just add funding, or are they also part of the research work? Yeah, they uh, they oftentimes uh, they provide funding, but they oftentimes have funding projects that they want uh, looked at, and so that's all part of the package. And we sure appreciate their input uh, at this. This is what really kind of makes it work, and I should—I I really would be remiss if I didn't mention the federal government as a major funding partner in this. This is a growing forward two program as well. Why is it so important to have these research projects? Well, you know, uh, that's how we get better. The cropping sector has benefited greatly. I think maybe the livestock sector in the past has been a, a bit ignored, but we just get better and better as we get new technology and new methodologies to deal with things and to make the industry more efficient, uh, more productive. We've done that dramatically over the last number of years, and, and uh, with continued research expenditures, uh, we'll, we'll just get better. And without research, uh, we would stagnate. And that's also why earlier this month you announced millions of dollars for crop research, too. Yes, exactly. Now, on another topic, the inauguration of Donald Trump has certainly seen some very swift moves uh, as the new president of the U.S. Your thoughts on farm trade? He's already uh, dumped the uh, Trans-Pacific Partnership. Uh, Your thoughts on his desire to reopen NAFTA? Yeah, we're somewhat disappointed, but not surprised about TPP. He said that all along, that he would get out of TPP. And, and I suspect without uh, the U.S., there won't be a, a TPP. So that's a little disappointing. But as far as NAFTA goes, and agricultural trade at least, and NAFTA has benefited both countries in ag trade, for sure. And uh, two-way trade has increased dramatically. It's been it's been great for both economies. And, and I think Depending where you live in the U.S., it might appear that the trade is mostly from Canada to the U.S., but it's that's not the case. In 2015, the U.S. Uh, exported more to Canada, more agricultural products to Canada than we than we exported to the U.S., and that's 
that's pretty typical. It's usually pretty close to a balance, but in 2015, and it's not an unusual year, the the U.S. exported about a billion dollars more to us than we exported to them. So it's a good balance. It's always a good balance. It's always close. And trade has increased dramatically both ways with NAFTA in agricultural products. You know, I'm hopeful that he'll be aware of that before he uh, makes dramatic changes to NAFTA. I think his main target are countries with you know, low labor rates and lower taxes maybe that are that are taking uh, manufacturing plants away from the U.S., and Canada can certainly not be accused of that. Lyle Stewart is the Minister of Agriculture for Saskatchewan. The president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association says the annual beef industry conference being held in Regina yesterday and today is an important meeting place for producers. Shane Yonke was glad to see a beef outlook calling for some improved prices this spring. Oh, I think it's good when you got... Uh, Every every cattle organization in Saskatchewan coming together under one roof. There's a lot of good conversations and topics discussed, and you, you always learn from your counterparts. And there was an outlook that prices could be a little bit on the upswing this spring. Yeah, we had uh, the analysts from uh, Cattlefax from the U.S., and it was a it was a pleasant surprise that uh, it's looking uh, looking on the good side anyway. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency gave an update this morning on the bovine tuberculosis outbreak in southwest Saskatchewan and southeast Alberta. A total of seven farms remain under quarantine in southwest Saskatchewan. Yonke says the cleanup continues and he's happy with the process. Yeah, it's like anything else. It's frustrating at times, but they've, they've been good at uh, communicating via bi-weekly conference calls. They, they keep the, the organizations uh, involved and informed. It's like anything else, though, Jim. It's when you have a situation like this, you want it to be resolved as quickly as possible, but sometimes that isn't uh, necessarily the way things go. Did they say how long it will take to clear all this problem? I believe I'm hoping by uh, by the summertime for sure. Now the Stock Growers is holding its semi-annual meeting right now. How's that going? It's going really good. We have a, have a heck of a turnout, and uh, it's always nice to see... Uh, Producers taking the time and the interest to come to our semi-annual, and it's uh, the other thing that's a big plus too is we've got an age range from 22-year-old producers all the way to 70 to 80-year-olds. So we've got a an excellent group of uh, people within our membership. And what are some of the key issues being discussed at the stock grower semi-annual meeting? Well, right now it's uh, some of the resolutions that we're waiting to uh, go on as uh, naturally as the carbon tax. Going forward, we're continuing to support our government stand on that. Some of the other ones would be like rural internet. Everything is based off a computer now, and when you live out in the hills, always the internet isn't your best option. So there is opposition to the carbon tax proposed by the federal government? Oh, from us, definitely. Definitely, for sure. I believe we, we signed a joint press release that was released yesterday, I believe, with 11 other uh, like-minded organizations sending a, a letter denouncing the carbon tax with the federal government. What is the big problem with the carbon tax? Well, I think ultimately it just affects our uh, our costs and our bottom line, and it could really uh, bite into our uh, economics on that. We're kind of already seeing the fallout of it being imposed in Alberta here the 1st of January. You said 11 other groups. Are they all livestock-related groups? Yes, I believe so. Producers, you said, are hoping for improvements to rural Internet. Why is that? Well, we live in the day and of age now where you want to do almost anything with your business, buying, selling cattle online, ordering 
CCIA tags, everything is kind of going towards you need a high-speed inter- internet connection. The days of doing any kind of commerce or work on the computer, your old dial-up connection isn't going to cut it anymore. How bad is service in rural areas? Hey, it's patchy. I, I know myself, I'm living in the bottom of a coulee. Uh, we've got, uh, it's not high speed, but it also breaks down on me and I don't have quite the connection. So sometimes it kind of handcuffs me on what I'm able to do for the ranch. Tomorrow we'll hear more details from the Canadian Food Inspection Agency's Dr. Rick James Davies on the efforts to control the bovine TB outbreak in southwest Saskatchewan. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for feed barley fell $5 at $136.14. Canola dropped $1 at $475.42. Oats rose $2.25 at $176.18. Number one red spring wheat went down $1.95 at $218.14. The rest were all unchanged. Durham $297.90. Flax $498.55. Yellow peas, $304. Feed wheat, $147.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is up three and a quarter cents at five sixty-four dollars a bushel. Livestock reports on the source, 620 CKRM. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, January the 25th. A nice run here today, 2,500 in the short with 450 cows and bulls. Total of 29.50 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 85 to 95 sales to 96.97. D3 cows, 75 to 85. These older type, weaker cows, 20 to 40. Young cows have frets, a dollar to a dollar 20. Good bulls, 98 to 108 sales to 110. The feeder market selling steady with last week, maybe even higher in spots. On the steer side, 400 pound black steers, 237. 450 pound tan steers, 227. 500 pound steers, 222. 550-pound steers, 213. 650-pound tan steers, 196. We had a big package of uh, uh, black steers weighing uh, 650. There's 100 in this group, 187. 700-pound steers, my favorite group, 185. 800-pound steers, 171. And 950-pound yearling steers, 164.50. On the heifer side, 400-pound heifers, 199. 450s, 197. 500-pound heifers, 190. 550-pound Heifers 180, 650s 169, 700-pound heifers 165, and 800-pound heifers 157. Some big yearling heifers again, 950-pounders at 152, and 1,250-pound yearling heifers 140. Last Friday we had a bred cow sale. Top 10 of cows sold for 19.25. These were black cows. Good cows or dispersal cows traded from 16.50 to 19 and a quarter, and these older type cows 1,300 to 1,500 dollars. Top ten of heifers sold for 18.75. Please book your cattle. Uh, we have 2,300 head booked for next week. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. If you want to watch some good curling, come on down to the Horizon Credit Union in Malville for the women's provincial Scotties going on all week. Got to put a good word in for those hard workers. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,800 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 156 to 157 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,100 heads, selling in a range of 155 to 157 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week will sell in the range of 57 to $73 per CKG live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady, while lean hogs are trading mixed, and the Canadian dollar is up 45 basis points, trading at 0.7652 cents U.S. 
cash hogs yesterday were up eight cents per hundred weight, while the cutout was up two dollars and six cents per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at thirty-six dollars per head black. According to the USDA cold storage report, pork stocks were down almost 13% from December 2016 and down 8% from November 2016. Jim Smalley's AgriWeather on The Source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries early this afternoon, the high today minus 9. Tonight, partly cloudy, the low minus 14. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, wind northwest 30, the high minus 4, the low minus 9. Friday, sunny with a high minus 4, the low minus 7. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high minus 2, the low minus 6. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 0, the low minus 4. Monday, sunny skies, the high minus 1, the low minus 9. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 7. Normal high is minus 10, the normal low minus 22. The sun rose at 8.43 this morning. The sun sets at 5.39 p.m. Around the province this hour, Estevan minus 10, Saskatoon minus 13, Swift Current and Weyburn both minus 10, Yorkton is minus 12. In Regina, cloudy minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit, northwest 14, giving a wind chill of minus 17. Humidity 81%, barometer rising 102.3. Cloudy in Moose Jaw minus 8, west-northwest at 11. Once again, Regina partly cloudy and 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit, that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.